0: In the early months of 2004, the last of the refugees are returning from Guinea with their meagre possessions. Many of them left Sierra Leone at the start of the war in 1991, and UNHCR has told them that they will not be supported in exile any longer, as it is now safe for them to return to their homeland. UNHCR is entering the final phase of its work in Sierra Leone, in which collaboration with other agencies, the NGOs, and the security services is crucial.
1: It's extremely important that we work very closely with the military and, in fact, with all of the government authorities here in Sierra Leone. One of our main partners here in the country is the Sierra Leonean Police, but we also work closely with the, uh, RSLAF, the Sierra Leonean Armed Forces. The reason being, at the moment Sierra Leone is 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 peaceful and it feels very secure. But certainly, prior to my arrival here in the country, it was extremely unstable, and we need to work closely with those people to know where the safe areas are, both for our staff and when we talk about population movements.
2: Um, Obviously, all the. The military play their part, and it's usually the UN, and uh, we do rely on them for a certain number of things. Um, for security briefings, they're fairly well informed, and for us, we need that backup because uh, even though we're an emergency medical organisation, we, we sometimes, you know, it's easy to overstep the mark, and and we need that information and that and that backup to know that we can always um, evacuate with their help.
1: When we're bringing refugees home, they have a right to return in safety and dignity. So, for safety, of course, we look to the security agents in the country, so both the national security agents and international security agents. In the context of Sierra Leone, we have the peacekeeping forces as well. But we need to liaise very closely with them to know where are the safe areas. Is it safe to bring refugees, Sierra Leonean refugees, back to certain parts of Sierra Leone?
0: Although both UNHCR and MSF need military cooperation for security reasons, operationally they have different approaches, especially when it comes to concepts of neutrality. MSF depend on their neutrality to allow them to deliver medical assistance to civilians in rebel-held areas in neighboring Liberia.
2: MSF have a a fairly uh, good reputation, Uh, it always amazes me how our Charter and our independence is actually quite well established and if it's not then we can talk to rebel leaders and explain to them our situation of uh, neutrality and independence and they do understand it and it does seem to have a big impact. They also understand that the the community is in dire need of medical care, so they're actively encouraging us to go in there, especially MSF being a medical organisation. There's a lot of encouragement for us to go in there, so we're getting full support from the rebels.
0: In contrast, neutrality for UNHCR means creating secure space between combatants and civilians and this involves some reliance on government security forces.
1: It's very important for us to uh, maintain our neutrality and also to maintain the civilian nature of asylum. So in doing that, part of our protection role actually is to interview all of those claiming to be refugees to ascertain whether they really are civilians, civilian refugees or potentially combatants ex combatants who were trying to come into the country as refugees this is also very very important for national security of course so the the police and the army are also very concerned about this so in fact we have a a kind of common interest there to separate those two groups of people and we rely very much on the opinion of the of the national security agents both army and police here in the country because they know the situation very well and it's also in their interests to ensure that those ex-combatants are separated and taken to internment facilities so that they don't actually go to the refugee camps with our refugees.
0: There would be occasionally on a remote location you may get one or two of the civilians running away because they would have flashbacks from the war and seeing um, soldiers in uniform, or men in uniform, whether black or white. And I think that's understandable. Um, but this is one of the reasons why we're here, is, is part of the, the hearts and minds game. IMAT, the International Military Advisory and Training Team, is one of the major interventions in Sierra Leone since peace was achieved. Their key mandate is to help develop the old Sierra Leone Army, now renamed as the Republic of Sierra Leone Armed Forces, into a well-trained, disciplined and reliable force which will serve the people rather than terrorize them.
3: Well, um, when I took over command, um, I got to realize that there is a need for us to um, actually promote civil-military relationship. And then um, one of the projects we identified was this one. Because, um, like I said, um, there was no sitting accommodation for the people here. People used to stand um, around this area and then um, um, along the road waiting for transport. So we thought it um, necessary for us to come up with this project. And, um, and the community is um, highly appreciative. Well, we did it in, in collaboration with um, the, the, the civilians. I had a team of um, messians and, and, and carpenters from my unit, and, we, and um, we had, so I had a team of civilians provided by the community. So it was a joint um, 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 project.
0: Some argue that development activity is not a good role for the military and should be left to civilian organizations. I don't see it as development per se. I mean, to me, it's a mili- very much a military task these days. And particularly in this context here in Sierra, Sierra Leone, the important thing is we are being seen, the military, to be uh, put to good use within the civilian community, working side by side alongside uh, the civilian community.